You can't. the truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth Perception management today is September the twelfth, the second hour of the show. Uh, I wanted to uh, kind of gear you up to understanding how things work. Let's say with Pfizer, Moderna, whatever like that, Johnson and Johnson, drug companies, big pharma. What do you want to call it? Uh, just called corporate. Uh, how's that go? Uh, forensic ep- economics. Uh, it's the calculation of personal injury damages. This article is from 2014. But forensic economics is the application of standard methods of economic analysis, finance, and accounting in order to estimate damages in litigation. Most important function of the econo- uh, the economist is to assist the tier of fact in a task of deciding on damages amount should they find liability. And I have been fighting this for five years with these whack jobs that did this butcher job on me, which is why I don't trust health care in this country. So, uh, it all works around a theory here, or a thesis, I guess you call it here, uh, or their own rule of law, where... It's important on this to understand the corporate finances, which is more attuned to the financial decision-making. So, in other words, if they put a product out there, they know well ahead of time whether or not it's probably deadly or lethal or something like that. But they are willing to take the litigation and solve a few cases, and well, like the Sackler family. They agreed to pay three-some billion dollars they're going out of business, and they can't be sued further. And that is how this process works. It's called forensic economics here. 
And so likely they won't be charged for the 400 and some odd thousand deaths that they and the other big pharma like Pfizer and stuff has caused in this country. Uh, taxpayers might, but as that CB, uh, CNBC article I read, like with the vaccines, uh, you can't sue the maker and the government probably ain't going to take care of you either. But you have to get the jab. It's so good for you. But like I say, if, if you really listen to that, get the jab, and then go listen to the International Bank of Settlements where they talk about the passports are all tied to the jab, and then start looking at patents, patents of how they are going to control you, your body, what's in the jab. Anyway, so this all deals with, of course, a person's loss of earnings and stuff. So if you're a pizza delivery man, yeah, that's one thing. But if you're a pizza delivery man for 20 years, that's another thing. But if you're a pizza man who's, uh, say, a delivery man, but it's a temporary job because he's interning for an attorney, well, this is how they base their losses on for future. Like, So if a pizza man was injured and he was going to be an attorney, what would his losses be? And that's how they calculate these court costs and stuff. It's all rigged. It's called loss of earnings capacity. So uh, it all goes back to at what point you became disabled and such and such and what you would have made to be where they would say they are liable for any other damages. So that uh, I don't want to miss this here because this is so much in the news. So the continuing revelations about sexual abuse by priests and other clergy and the word other clergy is in there because the Jehovah's Witnesses and others are all just, they're riddled with this, uh, have led to thousands of lawsuits against the Catholic Church in most recent years, Jehovah's Witnesses and others too, while other denominations have also been impacted in these sexual scandals. What this article talks about, though, is that the Catholic Church is hiding basically over 5,500 priests uh, who have been indicted in these uh, injury stuff. And uh, they're trying to make sure that there's statute limitations in place so that certain priests can't get, you know, waylaid by court system. And to me, it's like taking a bad apple, uh, like a bad priest that has a known touchy problem like uh, Joe Biden, and they just move him to a different parish, and he starts his reign of terror all over again. Uh, and, of course, the churches usually won't do anything about that because it involves private nature things. And, of course, with this current push for the LGBT and other agendas, this stuff is just going to get more and more prevalent, along with the Man-Boy Love Association and stuff, you know, uh, people openly calling for men to be able to play with little boys as well as your schools teaching that little boys should fondle each other not California I was born in California that state's gone to hell oh anyway so anyway uh, it says here in the article we have obtained a list of all known Catholic clergy in the United States who have been accused or abused and there's an interactive map that provides numbers by state but keep in mind that our data may be incomplete. <laughs> As more information becomes available, we'll keep this map updated with additional details. And so I wonder if the thing is 
are they registered sex offenders where you can click the state and then go to whatever township or whatever like that and click on a church and it'll say, hey, here's Father Pedo. Watch your children. Anyway, uh, you know, one thing I wanted to make clear on this show today, which is very, very important, there is no sense in worrying about who's a Democrat or a Republican, as they have already in place their new world government. And all you have to do is look at all the quizlings that sold you out. So when you go to Google, which is part of the team out there, and you read about the confiscation of private land or the end of land ownership, uh, if you can't see what's coming by now, your little hoarding life is over because you're about to lose everything. And if there is not some severe reversal before too long of people that finally get tired of this tyranny, uh, the world's going down the drink. And sadly, in that video there on Philadelphia, I mentioned all the people just standing there on the corners, not really standing, they're kind of slumped over, hung out on drugs and stuff. The papers are all over the the asphalt and sidewalks and stuff. But they have they have dumbed down the American populace so much that all they care about is their next fix. Of course, I wonder if most of those people weren't wearing masks either. I wonder if they'd been jabbed. But anyway, uh, the point is, though, is when you look at cities like Philadelphia in 2021 uh, to the rest of the planet, the decaying infrastructure and stuff, don't tell me that this government cares in the least about you. All they care about is power. Just like they have to keep the, the guns always in the news. Guns are bad. You can sue the gun manufacturer, but you can't sue the vaccine maker of an alleged vaccine, which is a gene editing. Anyway. Uh, Larry Elder is in the news here. Uh, he's a nice Zionist. Uh, just like we see over in Florida where DeSantis there is uh, trying to get, well, they're trying to replace him with another Zionist female there who uh, attended the uh, Bernay Beth and all that Israeli stuff like that. And uh, she's not Chinese, by the way. Uh, although Larry Elder is black, he's attended some of the nicest anti-Semitic uh, uh, conferences to help out the Israelis who use blacks quite a bit. Uh, if you remember uh, G. Edward Griffin, uh, his video there about how the, toward the end here, the communists would be using the blacks to go into white neighborhoods to kill white children. Uh, this is the crux of your BLM stuff. Uh, same with Andy Fa is they fund all these groups through George Soros and stuff, and they set their neighbors as uh, ablaze with each other because the neighbor is a problem because he's not vaccinated or he's not uh, agreeing to a certain lifestyle of someone else. I know if I stepped out of my porch and I had to see some green-haired individual every day, I'd kind of question like you know where they're going like that. But anyway, so anyway, in the long run. Elders is a Zionist shill, and so there's, they're just trying to replace the, uh, they're about ready to lose Newsom, and they want to get their boy in there to control 
California. It's not Chinese. Uh, by the way, Washington funded studies in the coronavirus in bats in Wuhan. This is a recent article. And I, I question a little bit of it because the CIA is known to uh, be hanging around with the intercept. But uh, more than 900 pages of material related to the research were published on the country, uh, company's website, revealing the research of the Echo Health Alliance, a U.S.-based organization, and their work with, of course, the Chinese partners on coronaviruses, especially in bats and mice. And this is where you see Fauci had lied. Fauci has been proven to be a liar. Fauci can't make up his mind about lying. Uh, they funded the Wuhan lab. Germany also has a lab there. Uh, a lot of this ties back to Canada. And this is how they, they spread the guilt. And this is so that when something backfires, they're going to use a patsy. So Fauci might become a patsy, or they may give up some... Chinese scientist that was working with the United States and nail them and say, oh, you're the cause, like that, you know. But in fact, none of this was done without preparation. That's why we call it a pandemic. That's why it was all set up that Israel would be the marker of the, I just call it marker, but they're the ones that are supplying all your stuff, like the CEO of Moderna and Pfizer are all Israelis and this is bioterrorism. I don't care what you think. And, of course, they get away with it because uh, they're chosen. Who cares if it's 14,000 that died and it's only maybe 1% accounted for because you can't hold them responsible for the deaths of Americans. Just like when Big Pharma was using their opiate stuff, which all turns back to the Jews. And they killed 400,000 Americans with that stuff. No one's going to jail for it. But if you, you did a trick on the corner of the street, you could look for some jail time there, I'll tell you. But again, this is all to blame China, and that's why I believe this red hat stuff about uh, Trump coming back, if he does... Uh, the con Remember how the media works. It's always you insert the first thing like, uh, all those videos of 9-11 where they talked about the bombs, the bombs going off like that. The next day, there wasn't a single word about the bombs. It was all 10 minutes later on the first day, it went from the bombs to bin Laden. And that's all it became was bin Laden. So now you have all these dumb Americans that still think that after bin Laden died in December of uh, 2001, uh, that... Obama killed him in 2010, and it's a constant enemy to keep people uh, uh, pissed off at Arab Muslims. Oh, and Biden's going to release the Saudi stuff like that. Of course, they need another patsy because they don't want to get anyone. Uh, I get so sick and tired of these pop-ups. Um, they don't want to point anything to that poor, precious, beloved state of Israel. So it's it's got to be it's got to be the the Saudis. And why is this stuff about the Saudis suddenly? Well, it's because Saudi Arabia has been now making deals with the Russians. This might destroy the so-called oil hegemony that the United States has, as the Saudis have increased their oil production for Europe, and they've decreased it for the United States. 
which is why the prices of fuel is going up. It's not a shortage, especially when you have all these lockdowns and stuff. People aren't driving nowhere, so who's consuming the fuel? Oh, so now I had this one here. Chuck Schumer, that idiot, opened his mouth again. He decries it. Cancer of climate change causing hurricanes in New York. Well, I looked up hurricanes in New York stuff. Actually, I looked up hurricanes. The internal combustion engines, the engine evolved as engineers created two and four cylinder combustion engines and began using this gasoline as fuel. The production of vehicles began appearing in 1887. So in just 13 years, those engines brought us to the 1900 Galveston hurricane. And, of course, that's where there was over 6,000 deaths and another 12,000 fatalities in the United States. And the number, which most cited official reports, is about 8,000. So you can also look up uh, hurricanes in the 1800s, a total list of them, and see how many hurricanes happened in the 1800s before the gasoline engine. And, of course, they never stopped the military, which is the world's biggest polluter. And, oh, oh and, and this is important here, too. Speaking of global warming, I'll get you a second, John. A summary of the listed detonation of nuclear warheads. This is above ground. 216 United States, 214 USSR. United Kingdom, 21. France, 46. The PRC, uh, 23. And South Africa, 1. Well, I didn't mention Israel, but we'll go from there. None of those fireballs, massive, fireballs cause global warming. John in California, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Keith. Uh, that was an interesting clip about the hoarding. Yeah, just what that can be. That's not just people putting junk I all know. over the house, but this is clothing. That's like my wife's not quite like that, but readers uh, have her listen to that. Uh, what I want to talk about, a couple of things quick. This thing with the COVID, uh, I haven't been vaccinated, of course. My wife has. She was kind of saying, why well, haven't? But uh, what's happening now with these social organizations, some I'm a member and we're a member with, now they're requiring vaccinations where you can't be in the, in the uh, club or organization. That's happened with me in the last couple of weeks with several model trains, uh, retirement group can't be with them without doing it so now i'm i just uh can't continue on with them it's my choice unless i vaccinate so i'm just saying to my we're we're getting ready to go to colorado anyway but i think i'm going to escalate that before the end of this year instead of waiting till next spring i would too um, it's, it's getting ridiculous well it's a tough thing still the pressure's on that uh some of this stuff, especially with traveling, if you've got a lot of money up there, you're not going to get back. Can you take that or, you know, give it up or something? Anyway, the other thing you mentioned was Larry Elder. Kind of a little surprising about what you said about that. I read about what he's done and that. Nothing, you know, with the Zionists or he's an Israel firster and that. And uh, I have to look up more into that. And, yeah, he's been running against... Uh, we're going to learn if Newsom gets recalled. Uh, I know there was a, somebody threw an eggs at him yesterday, and that was uh, dismissed by the media. I mean, somebody said if he was a, a liberal lad, you know, they'd be all over the papers. But uh, it reminds me of somebody, I don't know, if there, there, there was a, 
again for Kai. His name is Alan West. I remember he's black. This was many years ago. Quickly, that uh, he was yeah, running. I tell you what, hey, John. Yeah, John, hang on. Keep that thought. I got, I got a break here. Okay, I'll be right back. It's hung there on the front porch since this old house was built. It's where the old men whittle. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. I woke up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head, didn't hurt. And the 
beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Welcome back, everyone. We're currently here on Perception Management. Keith Rogers here talking with John down there in California. Uh, finish up your story there about the other gentleman you were talking about. Yeah, Keith, uh, Alan West, this many years ago, he was a veteran um, in the military officer, I think Iraq, Afghanistan, he came back, and uh, he ran and won a seat in Congress in Florida, excuse me, he went one term, and then when he came up, he was a, he was a, I don't know, a Zionist, but he was an Israel firster. And I think, you know, that maybe helped him get in. Well, the next time, he was defeated by a by a liberal black woman. And I was really surprised that the Israeli lobby didn't fight to keep him in when he was a supporter of Israel. So anyway, he's been out. Now he's running again. And I'm not sure where, if it's back there, out here, or something. Because I, I got to, uh, where get you, I start getting these, these, uh, Things, uh, my email about people running that, you know, were Iraq and Afghanistan veterans and all this, and they're, you know, on the conservative Republican side, fine, but you know, I don't know how they got my name. But uh, anyway, it's interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, that was a surprising thing about him and to see him back in again. But, uh, yeah, Larry Elder, well, it'd be interesting to say when I, when I looked at the, the recall Newsom ballot and then all the people... Behind, who would you like to have? I, you know, there must have been 50 people running. Well, John, Democrats, Republicans, you know, even unnamed party people. It's interesting. Yeah, John, that latest, uh, that last uh, commercial there, uh, where she says, our government, this government does not represent the people, so stop calling it ours. Uh, It's the same thing with uh, voting for two evils. Uh, You're still left with evil. Why Americans choose that, I have no idea. Uh, it's kind of like when they were talking about how oh, the Jews own the media or something like that. You know, Well, the point is, Americans have the ability in the pocket of purse to sit there and buy up these corporations and stuff and, and produce their own stuff, but they refuse to do so. So it's, they, they just, it's just like when they say, John, yeah, well, when we were over there bombing Iraq or something. Well, I wasn't over there bombing Iraq. Neither was I sitting there loading the planes or any other stuff like that. Stop taking the association with them. Yeah, no, you're right, Keith. That's like I said. That's why I listen to RBN, you, John, and all those others. You know, and I say, "Oh my gosh!" Well, thank you very much for you know. I'm sure you you know work to study to find out some of this stuff. That's why I listen to you all the time and support you as much as I can. Because uh, yeah, you just don't know what uh, it sounds like. Um, these people are good, and you know, you could be being fooled. But that's a tough thing, and not enough people don't. Uh, Get the, get the message where they come together and say that. Just one last thing I'll say, and I get off of being 9-11 yesterday. I keep thinking all this time that uh, the bombing, and, the, and they remember they had all those, uh, um, the, the hijackers on those planes were mostly uh, Saudi Arabians. They found those uh, alleged passports and all the rubble. Yeah. And I said, well, how come they didn't go out and bomb Saudi Arabia then? If they, all these guys were alleged hijackers, you know. But Saudi Arabia was our ally, so, you know, that's just it, it, quite well, forgotten. See, again, see, Saudi Arabia was our ally. They're not my ally. Uh, this is where none of this could have happened without the help of the United States uh, military, 
to their undeployment of planes to send them to Alaska. Matter of fact, there's a good video there, John, uh, on a bit shoot with uh, Harry Vox, his latest about the, the 911 uh, rant, talking about the truck with the uh, World Trade Centers on them with the plane uh, diving into them, parked right next to the uh, the World Trade Centers, in which it exploded, and yet the media said different. And he has all the audio tapes of what the New York police were doing at the time and how they, there's a lot of explicit language in there, so I couldn't play it on this show. I was going to, but what the heck. But uh, about what the, the, the dispatchers and stuff are talking about, chasing those guys that got out of the uh, truck and uh, beating their butts, you know. And uh, the paper reported it as Middle Eastern people, which were Jews, uh, which was later uh, brought out. See, it's all Saudi Arabia. No, they always look for a patsy. You know, so Saudi Arabia this time is going to be the patsy. It was China before when it's always it's something that's a little bit closer to home. That's why I always say when you read a story about something, it says the assailant was known by the FBI. So there's just, you know. Yeah, same thing as the Pentagon when they said the uh, plane went in and no, who went? Something went into the building and, you know, that's fine, but they try to pull it. No, it was a plane. Well, a Vox again. Yeah, uh, John Vox again goes back to the history from, I think it's from the, the website Common Dreams, of the decades of preparation that the United States government was doing, uh, doing these sample uh, Pentagon uh, uh, plane uh, type of scenarios the buildings, all this was all preset out, all the dates and everything like that. So it's a good watch if you want to do it. Chief, one last thing. How do you spell bit shoot? I, I hear that. I oh. love to look that up. B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. Have a good one, John, okay? Thank you. Thank you, Keith. All right. Up to Ken's commercial again. We'll be right back. All my life I've been so lonesome You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Extendivite 7 Herb Formulation is approved to help maintain cardiovascular health and help lower blood lipid levels in adults. Extendivite is made from hawthorn, garlic, valerian, cayenne, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, and milk thistle. The herbs at Extendivite have been chosen for their ability 
to help with overall health. Many people have reported improved energy and stamina in just a few months. If you think you could feel just a little bit better, then Extendivite may just be for you. Extendivite is an all-natural supplement. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. I've been waiting for something to happen For a week or a month or a year With the blood and the ink of the headlines And the sound of the crowd in my ear You might ask what it takes to remember When you know that you've seen it before Where a government lies to a people And a country is drifting to war There's a shadow on the faces Of the men who sent the guns To the wars that are fought in places Where their business interests run Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Perception Management here on the Public Broadcasting Network. You know, uh, the CYA, the Cover Your Attributes, uh, always has people changing their canoes in the middle of the stream, I guess you call it. You know, Thomas Massey had brought this out here. Uh, he's a representative. Big whoopee. Uh, anyway, uh, he did put this up, though. Uh, there's a few out, out there that seem like they're going along with the people there. I think they're more of a... Anyway, so... He posted this about vaccines and the recent uh, changing of the definition from the CDC's uh, and also Wikipedia now. Vaccination pre uh, sorry, vaccination pre-2015 was described as an injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent the disease. That was what they call a watered-down version. And 2015 to 20, or 2021 here, vaccination was described as the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. And yet, this month, they changed it again. So vaccination is now the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce a protection from a specific disease. Now, 
Israel is being used as the beacon or icon of the fully vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. And everyone that's vaccinated, even with their third booster shot, is now sickened by their vaccine. So their own vaccine. And that's why uh, Zelenko there talked about how Israel was genociding the Jews. Because Israel is Pfizer, which is Monsanto. Anyway, uh, which owns all these other companies, which is feeding you GMOs. They're trying to kill you. Uh, so as with the infected uh, laying in the hospitals with double or triple jabbed, that isn't holding water to their definition here. So I have another clip here of that whack job old bat, uh, corona or not, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Clip two there, Mr. Producer. So here's the thing. We, are, we cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. It is, isn't it? That's called HIPAA laws. No one can sit there at a store and demand your, your medical stuff like that. That's a violation of the HIPAA laws. Or are they going to scrap everything? You know, the Pledge of Allegiance was penned by a, a well, they say communist, but he was a, a, an outright socialist, and that was at Francis Bellamy. And the allegiance is to a country that is supposed to be formed by we the people. And I always hear these people bragging, or not, not bragging, I'd say that wrong, said that wrong. Uh, uh, people that demonize the UN. Well, now, see, Bill Cooper warned about the UN years ago. And let's give you some history. So, the United States is one of the United Nations' most important stakeholders. Remember that when you hear Klaus Schwab. Uh, the UN was created at the initiative of the United States after World War II. Washington provides the largest financial contribution to the UN's overall budget. The U.S. hosts the UN headquarters in New York, and the United States, uh, sorry, UN Security Council sits at the apex of a 75-year-old rules-based initiative order, RBIO. Doesn't that just sound so nice? Uh, it's heavily devised, underwritten, and anchored by the United States, the rules which, of course, the United States ignores. That's like where the U.S. says, the U.S. request at the U.N. allowed them to bomb Iraq. And if you don't, we're going to cut your funding. Anyway, so these uh, consecutive U.S. administrations up until 2016 broadly supported the post-1945 multilateral architectural of this RBIO, which they saw as advancing U.S. power and geostrategic interests, which was correct. However, the Trump administration had broken away from the previous Beltway consensus, and since 2017, the U.S. foreign policy has become more transactional, its mercantile, uh, nationalist, and unpredictable, with greater emphasis on sovereignty and reduced focus on alliances. Well, that was part of the mega. And, of course, they didn't like that because Trump was trying, and I'm not endorsing Trump, by the way, he's a murderer. But anyway, uh, let alone that, a drug dealer. But anyway, uh, you can look that up, too, by the way, how Trump funneled those millions of dollars through his Trump uh, hotel down there through Panama and stuff, through the Contras and stuff. But anyway, that's, that's under the bridge now. To be a politician, you have to be corrupt. But anyway, so, uh, but uh, you know, Trump was right on that. 
he was trying to keep the sovereign and the integrity of the United States, make America great again, and I was all for that, and so were all, uh, most of his supporters and stuff. I don't vote. I couldn't vote for any of them like that, but uh, anyway. But the point is, though, is uh, you can't have a world government who's being ran by the United States, financed by the United States, and then try to keep your own nationality and stuff and, and build borders and stuff. That's, they don't want that. They want a world government, world people, world medical, world digital currency, and people that get in their way will be moved, removed. You know. So uh, I have another clip here. This is a shock video. It was played earlier on the uh, Republic of Texas radio there. And it's important to hear what these guys are saying. These are Americans. They're not Chinese. You hear that? They're not Chinese. Hell, they're not even Israelis. To be on the pay, though, or on the dole, they call it. Uh, but this is Americans plotting against you and your families. Clip number three, please. Um, the dashboard and how it's set up myself, as far as how we get information out to the community on meaningful numbers, we do right. that on a weekly basis. So that's on our website, and we've been sharing that through social channels as well, particularly those graphics that show the number of patients in house, the percentage of them that are unvaccinated, the percentage of unvaccinated people in the ICU, and the percentage of deaths and the numbers. So those are numbers that we put out as far as we don't get into details of floor. Or right. Those other numbers are certainly out there. Right. I, I guess my feeling at this point in time is maybe we need to be completely a little bit more scary for the public. Then there's another comment, as I completely agree, there are many people still hospitalized that we're considering post-COVID, but we're not counting in those numbers. So how do we include those post-COVID people in the numbers of the patients we have in the hospital? So is that all the people who have been in the hospital since the beginning of COVID? Well, or this is that are still in it, and that's something that I can take to someone else. But I think those are important numbers. The patients that are still in the hospital, that are off the COVID floor, but still are occupying the hospital for a variety of reasons. Okay. Carolyn, we call those, I'm sorry, we, we're calling those recovered now. If you look at yeah. the Navant Health dashboard, they're listed as recovered. But I do think it. From our standpoint, we would still consider them a COVID patient because they're still healing. Yeah. So I think that that needs to be highlighted as well. Yeah. Because once they're off isolation, they drop from the COVID numbers. That's exactly right. Kellen, we can talk offline and yeah. how we run that up to marketing. And right. So I'm just going to say, Carolyn, I think we have to be more blunt. We have to be more forceful. We have to say something coming out. You know, you don't get vaccinated, you know you're going to die. I mean, let's just, let's just be really blunt to these people. Yes, Carol. Oh, Carol, you sweet thing, you. We'll just talk about that offline. It's not the Chinese, guys. It's your own Americans plotting against you. You know, I have a caller, Tom, down there in Florida, who I've been accused of being related to. However, I'm going to make you hold for another three minutes here, Tom. Uh, so forgive me, uh, my son, I have sinned. So clip number four there, please, Mr. Producer. Here's a point most people don't understand, Joy. When we went out, the Reverend Billy Graham, the evangelist, 
and Dr. Criswell, who at that time was president of the Southern Baptist Convention, pastor of First Baptist in Dallas, and president of Dallas Theological Seminary. You don't get any more conservative evangelical than that. He was pro-choice, not ambivalent, but pro-choice. Our first job as right-wing activists, and I was my dad's nepotistic sidekick, and I have spent the rest of my life repenting from the fact that I did so much harm to so many people by helping to energize this anti-woman movement. It was not anti-abortion, anti-woman movement. When we went out, evangelicals were the people who wanted no part of this, and we had to talk them into this crusade. And now, fast forward 40 years, and we have a situation in Texas right now tonight where the American Taliban, because that's what it is, there's not an American evangelical right-wing movement, there is an American Taliban, is weirdly similar in so many ways to the Middle Eastern Islamist terrorists. And here's another weird one. Do you know a few years ago, some of the Islamist terrorist activists in Pakistan and other countries were murdering vaccine doctors and nurses who were coming in to try to vaccinate against polio with some mythological conspiracy theories about how this was part of the U.S. government plot. Think about this tonight, Joy. The evangelical voter in Texas who backed Donald Trump is now also the voter who is calling vaccines some sort of government conspiracy and wanting to stop right, Joe Biden's program to deliver our country yeah, from the good. COVID virus. There's a weird convergence of factors here, whether it's Handmaid's Tale and taking away women's rights or whether it's the anti-vaccine movement that has grown out of this weird fascination with conspiracy theories and misinformation. Wherever you touch it, the evangelical movement is no longer the one that my dad and I tried to talk into radicalism and sadly were too successful in doing back in the 70s. Today, and I want to say this again, there is no evangelical political movement. There is a new American Taliban, and their goal is theocracy, which means to take our religious beliefs which for them are Old Testament law, not Christianity, and force secular Americans, non-evangelical Americans, progressive Americans, women, people of color into that box. And this is not hyperbole. This is happening right now tonight in Texas. This is happening right now with the people dying of COVID, children dying of COVID, because pro-lifers have seen fit to stand against Joe Biden's vaccine as a way to own the libs. And their price is to be literally bioterrorists. That's where we are tonight, Joy. All right. So people that don't want the vaccine and prefer to live according to their religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs, whatever like that, they're the Taliban now. Uh, anyone that wants to kill babies and stuff like that, opposed to having babies live, they're the okay ones. Uh, does that make sense to you? So, my good friend Tom down there in Utah, I wanted to get that out there because uh, being close to the end of the show here. So, Tom, uh, good morning. Speak up, Tom, or forever hold your peace. Can you hear me? I sure hear you, young man. Oh, Okay. Back when you're trying to define vaccine, there are three professions in sophistry that use a language that is dead. 
so they can communicate with each other. They'll know what they're talking about most <laughs> of the time. Because they're dead? <laughs> the, the language is dead. So what language they. is that? Latin. Right. So you take the, take the word vaccine, you examine it through the old language, and the original definition. Vac refers to cattle, or cow. Scene is a life force of that animal. So what is a vaccine? Right. It's the blood of the beast, literally, and I mean that literally. Whether it's a strong concentration or weak con concentration, it's still the same. And included in that uh, blood of the beast is the DNA, the RNA, the hormones, the pathogens, everything else that came in the blood of the beast. Yep, sure is. It's a so who wants to have that? Yeah. Who wants to have that jabbed into their body? Well, to me, it's all it is, is when you... I have that 2009 WHO report about what's in these vaccines and how they store thousands of liters of human uh, cells from babies and stuff. And I thought, what do you mean? Do people are just injecting dead babies in their arms? And when that other video I played from that uh, one Jewish guy, I forget his name, but uh, he gave off the ingredients of you know baby's tongue, ear, whatever like that, uh, all part of these things and how they're supposed to be stripped and stuff, filtered, whatever like that. Uh, interesting. By the way, do we have a production system that is so accurate that there's no contaminations that find their way through? The answer is no. No, 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 no. It, it, again, they want constant disarray or like that. They want everyone. Uh, that's why they keep changing. Uh, one politician says this, and then they go back on it. So they want you so confused that you can't make heads or tails, and it adds to their fear. They're, 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 you know, it's, it's a psychological warfare. Yeah, you have no choice. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's just it. You can either get the jab or no job. Well, that's your choice. Well, that's freedom. Yeah, I mean, you realize that people are bitching about American soldiers dying in Afghanistan for our alleged freedoms, <laughs> and you look at America. Well, there's your choice. <laughs> anyway, I wish people would learn Latin. They'd be then they'd become better at uh, interpreting law. Medicine and the Vatican. Isn't it strange that, that those three professions? That doesn't turn you into a pedophile. Secret does it? code. Tom, does that turn you into a pedophile if you learn Latin too? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my nickel's worth, Keith. All right. Good morning to you. Okay. Uh, let me see. Yeah, you can do that. Too. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Michael in Kentucky. Uh, go ahead, young man. Wow. I remember the first couple times somebody called me sir up here in Kentucky. It's not like the deep south in Texas where they call you sir. Uh, I was taken aback by that because I had just read the and held in my hand the 1822 copy where Kentucky published that Titles of Nobility Amendment after the War of 1812. And I'm like, you don't have to call me sir. I haven't been knighted by the Queen. Well, Mike, don't break, <laughs> don't break, don't break your own arm on your back, okay? I did it as a compliment only. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll just break my, I do try to stretch sometimes my arm around my back, but no, um, the, yeah, it's a, it, it's a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, and I, it is uh, getting a little bit 
uh, tiresome to hear these people say, we're doing all we can do, we're doing all we can do to, you know, to stop this pandemic, and they're not. They're so full of crap. They're, do, they're, doing, uh, they're doing a lot of censorship uh, of the science that they don't, that uh, it, their captured agencies don't want out there. And uh, so it is something that people need to really call them out on, like that guy's talking well, about. Mike, Mike, you yeah. understand how bad it is. On Twitter, you can put a link uh, to a CDC article about whether it's face mask or anything like that, and Twitter will label that as false news or fake news. I just I can't figure out what Facebook was doing to me the other day. I screenshotted it because I have a. I got kicked off a of bit shoot, and I, but a lot of people are like, "What? How, how could you get kicked off a of bit shoot?" And they they said other platform abuse. Well, and I appealed, and I got it back. I, and one of my videos was missing. They didn't say which one, and I don't know which one. So I built a playlist on all this NSA spying, and I tried to share it on Facebook. Well, Facebook labels it with some junk from a, a Yale professor that says that the manufacturer of horse ivermectin doesn't work for COVID-19. Well, what a convoluted fact check that is, you know, from LifeSite News or something like that. But I, I looked at my screenshot after I did it because I thought, this is crazy, uh, and I went ahead and posted it anyway, and then it changed the fact check. It didn't cite the same fact check after I posted it. And there's all this uh, thread on there that, you know, web pages that share false information will see their distribution uh, d- diminished in other ways. And, you know, it's a threat, basically. You post this story, you're going to see this, you know, you're going to get your group uh, downranked or shadow banned. And so uh, I deleted it, and I did it again, and I had some different tabs open, uh, and I tried to share another link there, and it still posted that same link. Uh, so I couldn't figure it out until I looked at the screenshot, and I had the Pierre Corey's uh, webpage yes. open there, that right. group called the Frontline COVID Clinical Clinicians or whatever. I had the page open about ivermectin, and then that's what I've heard about Facebook is that they're tracking you across all uh, web pages that you visit. And uh, well, that's why the, that's the only I thing I can figure. Remember well, yeah, something it, like that. It, yeah. I, I use uh, private browsing mode a lot, but uh, and I delete those cookies a lot. But I guess it's still, you know, in there, in the cache of, of the web browser or something where I had visited that page. But that tab was open, and that's the only thing I can figure out is that just because I was reading about it, they flagged my BitChute account with that information, <laughs> like I was trying to share it. Had nothing to do with. So it's getting crazy. That they are they're trying to uh, intimidate people not to share that information about ivermectin. And I found in the code, because I've not heard very many people talk about this, I found in the United States Code, Title 21, because the Children's Health Defense Network posted it and a link to Cornell, went down in the code and read that paragraph where it says you have the right to be informed of your right to refuse. It's like subparagraph right. 3. Well, the next section of that, which RFK and Children Health Defense, and nobody I'm seeing is posting about this except me, the next section says that you also have the right to be informed of any alternative to the experimental use product, being the vaccine shot, whatever it's called. 
And so there you go. If they would recognize this science by law, they would have to inform you about it. So they're trying to, they're trying everything they can to censor the idea that this ivermectin, zinc, and and uh, vitamin D is as effective, if not more effective, than all the shots in prevention well, at the very least. At yeah, the very Mike, least prevention. Like, yeah, that's like those patient consent forms that you electronically sign at your doctor's visit. It's best now to do a hard copy of those and write in there that you'll accept no bio, whatever like that, you know, uh, or vaccines and stuff, uh, because digital forms can be changed at any times, and they always use some off, obscure wording and stuff like that to make it look like you're getting treated for this and we'll take all necessary steps. And, of course, the steps of the policy of the hospital is to get everyone vaccinated. Well, like Tom was talking about, if you learn the law and i don't i think latin is not necessary because you get one professor on one side of campus arguing with another on how to prevent pr- pronounce prima facie is it prima facie right. or prima facie, prima, prima so, facie. <laughs> latin's a dead language and and uh but now if you learn how the law is put together and written and 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 by the way most of the law that you would read is copyrighted because it's the presentation of it right but uh it, it, like West or whoever. Um, in any event, uh, when you sign something, since the old law professor will say all law is contract, if they're throwing this big paper at you to sign and there's no way you have any uh, hope of reading and understanding it in time to get service, you can qualify your signature, sign under condition of uh, getting service. You can put your name in brackets, and they don't even look at it. I've done right. it for years, and these signature boxes on digital stuff, the first thing I do is put a bracket, then I sign a name, another bracket on the other side. And if there's no room to put anything else, I'll just put TDC, Threat to West Coercion. Yes. Because if they're not giving you time to read that document, you know, at least right. give you a fallback unless, it, unless okay, nobody Mike. knows. Yeah, all right. I, I'm running up on the wall here. So yeah. anyway, right. hey, thank you for calling Thanks. in, though. I appreciate it, okay? Bye. So uh, at the end of the show here, I want to say this. Uh, if people have learned anything in life, you know, the power of purse is a winner. You can start boycotting all those who uh, are against your freedoms and your uh, not only physically but also your health and also mental status. You may uh, have to unplug from their entire system. Uh, that's how they're using it to program you. And, of course, uh, you can force them out of business. I guess my break is up here. Anyway, uh, everyone, I want you to know this is my last show on Republic Broadcasting Network. So whoever you get here in the future like that, I hope you enjoy them. Uh, please help RBN if you can. And we'll uh, wish you the best from Montana. And it's been working nice working with you for the last 112 shows here on Perception Management. So have a good day and stay out of trouble. Thanks, Sam. Then I headed back for home And somewhere far away A lonely bell was ringing And it echoed through the canyons Like the disappearing dreams Of yesterday On the Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing Amazon customer, it's amazing. I just ordered my second bottle. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after I exercise. The reviews are spot on. 
My target is to get off of BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. Amazon customer. Extendivite works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. Amazon customer. Excellent herbal formula. I've been using it to keep my cardiovascular system fine-tuned. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heart 